We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals. Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. I knew exactly what I needed to do, but it would take money to get there. Show me the money. Show me the money! For the record, feminism, by definition, is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. Well, I'm glad to see that the studio scrubbed up okay after what happened on Saturday night. Oh, gosh, I know. I wish we'd recorded. Same. Oh, it would have been so good. Vic and I had our first night out together in a long time. And we both said how nice it was to, like, not talk work and actually go out for a drink. And I know. We haven't done that in a long time. Because it's like when you work with someone all the time, the last thing you want to do. Sorry, babe. No, it's true. Like, hey, should we go spend more time together? <laughs> I know, totally. But it was so fun. We ended up back at Vic's until, like, 2 in the morning. And... All the boys came into this, the podcast studio and were like, hi, welcome to The Curve. Okay. This is how we're saving money. And invest like, in gold, <laughs> invest in currency. I was like, oh, gosh. Just like, get out. But this also is- everyone's like, oh, this is behind the scenes. It's like, yeah, it's not that glam. It's definitely- but I just wish that we'd press record. How funny would it be if yeah. we could play back some of their shit chat? Yeah. But I'm glad that it's all in one piece. There's no drinks spilt on the podcast equipment or anything. God, yeah. so sort of. I had a bit of anxiety. I was like, oh, oh, careful in there. Yeah. It's like, it's all fun and games until someone gets hurt, you know? It's all fun and games until someone spills a beer on our road podcaster pro. (laughs) Road podcaster pro. I just remember at about two in the morning being like, I'm hungry. I really want KFC. And I Googled it and it was closed. And you were like, it's all right, babe. I've got keto bread. So I made (laughs) eggs on toast. And she's just sitting at the table having (laughs) eggs while I'm entertaining everyone else. She's like, don't mind me. It's like, I'm <laughs> the good old I'm gonna go to bed but you're welcome to stay they're like absolutely not you know, all the cleaning up just slowly start putting stuff just away sweeping and around <laughs> everyone vacuuming around their feet no but it was fun it yes. was very fun much um, needed what yes. is happening in the market? Well, we've had a very strong week again last week with okay. across all markets the US the Aussie market New Zealand a bit yeah I feel like New Zealand's always the one that's just kind of... Is it because we've got less companies in it? We just not? don't move around as much. You know, we don't have, you know, big, big weeks, big months, big years. Um, but we kind of considered more of a, a safe haven, I mm. guess, in Is terms that because it's the warehouse and, you know, big I companies I think also because like we're at the arse end of the world. So it's... <laughs> But yes, no, we have a lot of uh, dividend companies. So a lot of safe, you know, telecommunications, utility, those kind of companies. Does that mean that if we see the NZX, so the New Zealand Stock Exchange going up and down quite a lot, it's actually quite a big deal because our companies generally are quite stable? It's more when the world's doing really well people will put money more into those really spicy, exciting names like tech stocks and stuff, which we don't have a lot of in New Zealand. So, but anyway, we have had some news out of some European stocks, actually. Okay. We've had LVMH, which is Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, which is one of my favorites. Yes, it is. We've actually done a whole episode on this particular stock. Mm. It's very, it's done very well. 
Yeah, I think it's called, it's number 27. So if you want to go back and listen, it's called The Stock Has Delivered Nearly 300% for the past five years. So we went into all of the reasons why this company's done so, so well. Mm, yeah. And the CEO of this company is now. Oh, I feel like I remember. Richest man in the world. Bernard. Bernard, that's yes. right. He's the richest man in the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it fluctuates between him and Elon Musk, depending on Kinda how. Kind of sounded like you said fluctuates. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> Annunciate. <laughs> Annunciate. Fluctuates uh, between so, Elon Musk and Bernard, because wow. depending on the share price, which means that will impact their. I'd love to get a visual. What does he look like? Bernard, what's his last name? Arnold. Bernard. Arnold? Gosh, I'd probably stuff that up. He looks so different to what I would have expected. Mm. I was expecting brown hair, glasses, short and kind of plump. Yeah. He's tall, white and very wrinkly. (laughs) He's very old. (laughs) Anyway, that is not the point of me bringing this up. LVMH had a very good week last week. Share price was up 6%. It's up 30% this year. So, do you invest in this company still? I feel like you used to. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. The reason it had a really good week last week was that it announced 17% increase in sales, and it's all off the back of Chinese starting to shop again and starting to spend money they on love yeah, LVMH. Yes, name. Yeah. So, we spoke in the Curve Weekly email how there's 11 Chinese airlines that are coming back online, you know, st- starting to operate again because they haven't for the last three years because of COVID. It's crazy to think 11 airlines were basically just like put on hold. I know. Like we have one in New Zealand. Like yeah, imagine God. 11. That's not even probably half of them. Yeah. So, yeah. So that just means that there's the Chinese are starting to travel again. They're starting to go abroad. They're starting to spend money. They've been locked up. So it's kind of a delayed reopening. You know, so which they- we've all had for so many years, for you know at least 12 months now. The Chinese are starting to do that. And they're big purchases of LVMH products so that's why they're seeing this huge increase in sales um, and it made their share price hit record highs. I actually remember you saying this when they were still in lockdown Mm. you said the reason that LVMH maybe isn't doing so well right now is because China Mm. are fully locked away and um, so it's kind of cool to hear and see that play out because I know you say with investing some of the stuff you think is going to happen will play out some of it doesn't and that's why you've always got to be forward looking when you're looking at investing in companies you know if if people of course because if you'd invested in this six months ago thinking this was going to happen then you invest before the share price goes up exactly so you're always trying to be ahead of everyone else really okay it's making sense yeah don't live in the moment live in the future (laughs) that's a bumper sticker for you it's like my life (laughs) you know just live with anxiety yeah and we're also seeing this with Hermes as well Hermes Hermes (laughs) Hermes 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 has gone up immediately. It sounds like a herpes. <laughs> herpes has gone up no Hermes has gone up uh four percent last week and again up 35 percent this year so both LVMH and Hermes are doing really well um and it's off the same same thematic or the same theme so are China out of lockdown or yes. are they coming out of lockdown yeah they're, they're, they're out of lockdown yeah and so. what is what's happening for them with COVID well they've kind of let it run rampant I think they tried to contain it they had a zero COVID policy meaning if you get one case it's all kind of locked down uh but they've seen that that's been so detrimental to their economy in terms of economic growth and you kind of got to weigh up, do we save people's lives or do we, you know, grow the economy and that kind of thing. So so they just got to a point, basically. Got to a point, they're like, look, we're, we're not, we're, it's a losing battle. 
and yeah, but they haven't had any Western uh, vaccines either. So because they're kind of anti the West, and that like they've like Pfizer is a American company, mm. and so China's like we don't want your American vaccines. We've got our own. And they so did they have vaccines or yeah no? they weren't very effective they were the first country to go into lockdown because hmm. that's where the outbreak started and they're the last to come out like they've been like the mental health issues that that country's going to have well lots of countries around the world actually you know with young people that have been locked down old people that have been locked down like anyone who's, imagine yeah. having a like a kid like a young kid hmm. and being stuck in a tiny apartment for oh, three years yeah and it's strict it's almost, over there it's strict lockdowns um, we also had some news out of the UK. Um, well, it wasn't actually out of the UK, but there is this report that comes out and it's called the World Economic Outlook Report. Bit of a mouthful. And it gave some pretty scary stats on UK growth. Um, and the outlook is not looking too good in the UK. So the stock market over there, so remember their main index, so the S&P 500 is the main index in the US and that's the kind of one we reference when we re- reference the performance of the stock market in the UK it's the FTSE 100 so it's like yes the FTSE yes I remember the FTSE she sent me an email and she spelled it F-O-O-T-S-I-E <laughs> it's like I literally FTSE how is it spelled? F-T-S-E it's an acronym oh yeah, yeah. anyway it, that's only up 4% versus the S&P 500 which is up 8% so so they're battling away over they're there they're battling yeah and fair enough and th- this year the economy is expected to shrink by 0.3%. What, the whole country? The whole the country, UK. yeah, the whole UK. Oh. So it just means it's not growing. When your country's not growing, that's 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 not good. Uh, but the key thing is that it'll be the worst performing economy in what they call these G7 nations, which is kind of like the top seven nations in the world. So it's... Out yeah, of all of them. Yeah, out of all of them, it's the worst performing um, considering that it was the fastest growing in 2021 and 2022. So it's really kind of pulled on the handbrake why do you think why is it so dramatic inflation, inflation cost of living was it that, that random prime minister that had a mayor did uh, she ruin probably things probably a bit of, a bit of that a bit what was of, her name lizzie lizzie yes and the u.s is slowing as well everywhere is kind of slowing but the uk is the worst so the u.s has got its lowest five-year growth rate since 1990 the u.s yeah so oh, they're feeling it as well um, and globally the world so now we're zooming out even more. And globally, the world is expected to only grow um, just under 3% this year, which is its weakest growth in 30 years. So woo, go for us. Yay for us. Oh, woo, gosh. Woo. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to be positive and like, I know, sorry. The silver lining, yeah. the silver, but there, it really doesn't feel like there is one. I know. I need to find some more positive No, because stuff I think about. it's also important to be realistic. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can't just be like, it's all going to be fine. I mean, yeah. from an investing standpoint, this is a blip. So if you're investing for five years, 10 years, 20 years, it's fine. Mm. Try it's, not to concern yourself. If, yeah. Look long term. I, I don't think yeah. it necessarily needs to change the way that you invest, right? Mm. But it's more. The idea that things are going to continue to be really expensive and yeah. there's going to be a lot of people around the world really struggling mm. and the economies are just weak and they will be for a, for a but while. But it also shows how quickly things can change. Like the last two years, the UK grew 7% and then 4%. You know, that's str- that's really strong. And then this year it's down. Yes, next year it might also be weak. But like that's part of economies is that they, they grow, they contract, they grow, they contract. And... We just have to realize that, yeah, we can get through this and eventually we'll be 
having some time in the sun. It's just weird because I think yeah. because we record podcasts every week. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've got more bad news. It sounds like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> sounds like there's a lot of bad news. Maybe we should just do a monthly, year, one yearly podcast. Oh, my God, no. Because then it's just like we bury our heads in the sand the <laughs> yeah. whole time. And that's not what you do. No. You don't do that with parking tickets. You don't do that with news headlines mm. Sophie I know. Um, and then lastly in France we had some really interesting uh, news come out of there so they've raised their retirement age from 62 years to 64 years and there has been massive uproars like riots in the streets like demonstrations people storming they stormed uh, protesters stormed the LVMH offices in Paris so it's share price did like fantastically well after the result. And then it was like, oh, now it's like been stored. But yeah. But why, so why are people mad? Because they don't want to retire any of Well, now, if, yeah, if you were approaching retirement age, so you don't get the pension now oh. until you're 64 instead of 62. So if you're sitting there saving and you're like, yep, cool, I've got everything sorted, I've budgeted, I'm investing to retire at 62 and then get the pension. Now you've got to put that out to 64. So it's an extra two years. So, but it is staggered. The change is staggered every three months so if you're 60 say you're 61 and a half and you're about to retire in six months it's not like you have to wait another two years it just gets pushed out three months three months three months until until so it's like a rolling kind so it's not like automatically today you're gonna but yeah so but for us we would have to wait till we're 64 at but our age isn't ours 65 anyway ours is 65 yes sorry if we were in france i feel like 62 is pretty young to retire I know. yeah yeah. I'm kind of like, guys, yeah. <laughs> let's get fine. up with the pig. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's an interesting discussion around, yeah, what age are you financially prepared to retire at? Because a lot of people do just pick, okay, 65, that's when I'm going to retire, work back from there, I've got 30 years, 20 years, whatever, this is how much I have to save. It's like, yeah, what if you flipped that on its head and was like, hey, I actually want to retire at 60 or 50 you know, what would my, what would I have to save or invest for me to be able to retire at a younger age? Do you know how old you want to be? Like, have you thought about it? 40. No, seriously though. Have you actually thought about? No. Because that's in like six years. I know. (laughs) Terrifying. (laughs) I am not 34. No, I am. Uh, Damn it. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I know that is, that is scary. No, I've worked to 65. Like, sorry, I've worked backwards from 65, but I'm actually going to flip it on its head and do try try and see yeah if I wanted to retire at 50 what would that look like what would I have to say what would I have to increase my contributions by what would I have to grow my investments by and just see the difference and have a play around because I think it's really interesting to find out because what if we get to 60 and then our government changes the retirement age to 70 you know that does throw a lot of people out in terms of their planning their financial planning yeah so I, I hate to think how long I've got to go. Yeah, but you're also doing well now. You know, well, like you've got your <laughs> you've got your shit together now. Getting my getting. shit together. Yeah. I literally had to spend money out of a plastic gosh, baggie on the weekend. you be doing better, you know? You are fine. No, you know? but I could be doing better. You could yeah. be doing – everyone could – you know, like it's – you've got to – you still got to live your life. Oh, God, that's a depressing conversation. Anyway. Oh, God. Should we finish with a joke? Yeah, cool. Have okay. you got one? <laughs> I've actually got a good one. I've got a good one. Let's finish with a joke to start the week. How does the butcher introduce his wife? Meet Patty. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good one, eh? Oh, okay. Meet Patty. <laughs> Meet Patty. You can just imagine it. <laughs> oh, 
should be great. An apron. Okay, we need to go. Yeah. This is not getting better the longer we talk. Bye. Bye. We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.